Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Sales Vitamin Podcast. I'm your host, John Basong. I'll be deconstructing the playbooks of some of the most successful sales authors, leaders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, field sales professionals. We're going to discuss their strategies, their perspectives, and their insights. So sit back, relax, and get ready to take your vitamins because here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sales Vitamin Podcast, where every episode is a vitamin for your professional sales development. Today's guest is Punita Parikh. She's a storyteller for brands and an expert at content marketing. Punita worked almost 16 years for CNBC and the Times Network, developing her expertise in content marketing. Now she focuses on her freelance content marketing role and teaching other organizations and individuals the power of storytelling to strengthen their brand and their content marketing strategy. Punita has developed a large following on LinkedIn in a pretty short period of time. Her strategy focuses on powerful content, time, and connecting with like-minded people. I really enjoyed our conversation, and you are going to get a ton of value and vitamins out of Punita's approach to a content marketing strategy and the art of storytelling to improve your brand strength. You will also get her one sales vitamin that will immediately improve your results. So sit back and relax because it's time to take your sales vitamins with Punita Parikh as we discuss content marketing. Welcome to the Sales Vitamin Podcast, dedicated to helping you improve your sales skills, strategies, and systems so you can maximize your sales performance, grow your revenue, and increase your income. Get ready to learn what they don't teach you in school. And now your host, serving up sales vitamins one episode at a time, John Bassong. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Sales Vitamin Podcast. We've got a special guest today, Punita Parekh. She is a content creator, and she's a veteran in that industry. She knows how to build a story and help people and businesses create brands. So she is going to talk to us today about how content creation and building a brand and story building can help you sell and help your business sell. So Punita, thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks so much, John. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, taking just uh, a few minutes today to, to talk with us. So tell me, uh, content marketing, it's kind of a buzzword and a lot of people, uh, it's very heavily talked about today, but how, can, how does that boost a brand's value? Yeah, so you know what, uh, John, content marketing is a very simplistic term. You know, it's basically a marketing approach which kind of looks at distributing valuable and relevant content, which is mainly consistent and which is relatable to your audience. Because why are we looking at creating a content strategy? We're doing it for the audience. It's not about the product. It's mainly about what you're selling to your audience. So I would say um, increasing brand awareness can be a little challenging, but there are a few steps which I have kind of followed in my work tenure while I was working with brands like CNBC TV 18 and the Times of India, which is a broadcast channel. We did so much content marketing there and I kind of applied these seven basic strategies on how to look at boosting brand value. They were one, understanding our audience. 
you need to understand their needs and their interests following after that it's so important to kind of looking at creating a content strategy which basically focuses on your story it's not about the product but mainly the story you know john because it your story will only help you connect with your audience not your product thirdly it's so important to kind of choose the kind of content which your audience wants to hear it's not about your product it's about what they want to hear um fourthly it's also important to kind of analyze your results because you might look at creating 100 pieces of content but it's very important to kind of analyze it in a timely manner so i would say these few points kind of apply to your content marketing strategy and can totally look at boosting your brand value you know john yeah absolutely so if i were a sales professional let's just say i'm a, a you know i'm a sales professional how would how would you take a sales professional through starting a content strategy from 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 the steps you were talking about yeah so i would say in simplistic words content marketing is basically an umbrella okay which covers a set of strategies to basically fulfill your needs and your goals so content marketing can work for any kind of business any brand can look at doing a content marketing strategy but a content plan needs to have a few points which they need to keep in mind a sales professional mainly setting your mission in terms of the sales person needs to realize in terms of what his goals are what his mission is what is he going out and selling to the audience uh, also the sales professional needs to understand in terms of establishing the kpis because knowing your kpis is very crucial uh, knowing your audience knowing your customers because you know right like your audience are not your morons right it's mainly you got to treat them as your wife as your own family your audience is your king uh, also it's so important for a sales professional to kind of figure out in terms of um, uh, deciding what content Uh, accordingly will work for the customer or for their brand so yeah i would say these few points would kind of sum up um the strategy for a sales professional yeah that's pretty pretty interesting uh and from a content uh marketing strategy how do you know that it's working or how do you know you know you've obviously done a lot of of large content marketing strategies for 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 businesses and but how do you know that it's working how do you gauge to say hey this content marketing strategy it's working yeah so you know uh, john content marketing to be successful you definitely need to have like a good content marketing strategy so from the audience research point of view from scheduling the right content the right time you need to kind of look at building those blocks in a very perfect manner so once you kind of align your thought process in terms of what content you want to go and put out it kind of works but i would say data analytics john kind of helps you analyze in terms of how good or bad your content is therefore before you kind of decide in putting what your content should be out it's very important to kind of uh, decide on the metrics because your metrics can help you track your content your metrics can help 
every member in the marketing team marketing team understand their objectives and their goals because it's quite important to analyze what you put out for your audience so i would say like because i've done these in my work tenure and i would say there are a few ways to kind of monitor your content if it's performed well or no john so i would start with mainly uh, saying that your first point is traffic like traffic generating traffic to your website because traffic is the bloodline you know of your online content so how do you kind of engage your audience towards creating towards creating entertaining entertaining content towards your website because traffic is very very important secondly you might create 100 pieces of content john on a daily basis on a weekly basis but quality content is important because quality content will eventually john kind of convert into leads you know also um, um engagement you may put out such amazing piece of content john but mainly even creating an engagement in terms of how to engage with your customers that is also crucial hence i always say keeping your customers first understanding what your customers persona is that will kind of help you decide how your content is working or not working okay So yeah, those are three really good uh, good metrics, and I could see where I could use those, whether I'm an organization or whether I'm an individual sales professional. Now, talk about storytelling, and I know the message is important first. So, how important is that storytelling as part of that brand and content strategy? Yeah, so you know what, uh, storytelling plays a very very key role, John, because I would say because I've done storytelling for. most brands over my work tenure storytelling is not a process i never call it a process or a technique it is basically the art you need to have an art of storytelling so what is it to have an art of storytelling it requires creativity it requires vision it requires practice it requires how you're grasping what your audience wants because stories are the real things which bring togetherness which brings to inspire your audience which brings to enlighten your audience which brings to motivate your audience because storytelling is all about how you motivate your audience how your brand stands out and how you're engaging up with your customers because always as i said it's not about your product it's always about your customers so i would say these few points are critical and mainly your story needs to be engaging engaging and more emotional that's the key you know yeah so when you talk about building that story how long of a process is that usually when you create something or is that something that's evolving all the time or do you really set someone's story and then you know you stick with that how do you approach it yeah so i'll give you a very simple example john that i kind of applied my storytelling strategy on linkedin so uh, yes i have been on linkedin john for quite a quite amount of time but i would say i was a zombie on linkedin for many many years yes i was adding relevant people but i didn't have a i didn't have a goal why am i here on linkedin but since the lockdown happened and since everybody was at home i thought let me get on to linkedin so what i did is i kind of created a content map for myself in terms of what i want to talk to my audience john so what i did is in the month of may 2020 i 
revamped my LinkedIn. I kind of made it look in a very professional manner. I did some endorsements, all of that stuff I did. Then I started with curating content in two ways. One, talking about my personal traits. What are my personal traits? What was I as a child? What do I mean by, uh, yes, I did fail as a child in terms of my schooling years and I was not a good student, but that doesn't matter as long as I'm a hustler today. So these are my personal traits that I spoke about on LinkedIn, which created a lot of engagement because everybody, right, John, kind of has those trials and tribulations in their growing years. So when I spoke about them in a very authentic manner, it kind of worked for me. That was my personal part of my story. Then I spoke about my professional part. What was, what was my professional part, John? My professional part was mainly about storytelling because I have done content marketing for so many years. So I worked with so many brands, John. So I kind of educated, I kind of enlightened my audience about the ABCDs of content marketing. What is content marketing? What is storytelling? How does it boost brand value? So I gave some case study examples. So in, in a nutshell, uh, I would say it worked so well for me. And most importantly, while I did all of the storytelling, I also kind of supported a lot of people because I always believe in, you know, we only rise by lifting others. So I supported so many storytellers on LinkedIn. So in a way it worked so magically for me that it garnered not only 24,000 followers in a span of three months, wow. but today wow. I can confidently say, John, that I have built relationships. That's it. Yeah, that's, uh, you've developed, I mean, 24,000 followers. That's pretty impressive since, you know, that May timeframe. I mean, that's, uh, and I know that's maybe been longer than that for all of them, but a good bit of them in that piece. What do you think exactly. is the, what do you think is the biggest skill that's lacking for people that are creating content right now? What's the biggest skill that you see that's, that they're lacking that they really need to improve? Yeah. So, you know, uh, John, uh, producing content is easy. Like it's no big deal, but producing good quality content is harder because it does take time. You know, it does take skill to provide good quality content and consistent content. So I would say like, um, you can kind of focus towards creating content in a very qualitative manner, more than quantitative manner, because most people kind of curate content on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, but they don't put their thoughts into it in terms of what the audience wants to hear from them. So I would say quality versus quantity, that's the skill they should kind of apply and it would work magically for them. And how have you seen content uh, creation kind of adjust or change during the uh, pandemic? Has it changed much? Uh, how has that changed? Yeah. Uh, you know, I will say that I want to talk about one example um, of a brand, John. Uh, it's called Amul. You know, Amul is the India's largest food product marketing organization. So Amul is a brand, okay, and we've been following Amul since we were children. So Amul is a brand which kind of always believed in winning people's hearts, millions of hearts across India. So what they did in the pandemic was they kind of... Uh, curated and changed the marketing strategies in a way where most companies in the COVID area was not spending on their marketing strategies. But what Amul did is Amul kind of created a campaign 
outdoor campaign print campaign digital campaign which spoke about stay healthy not hungry so that created so much traction john that everybody was kind of following what amul's story was in a way instead of being silent in the covid eight times they kind of went out and supported the initiative about being healthy it's okay being healthy is important but don't be hungry you know yeah no that's a great uh, example of of kind of a shift in strategy now how do you feel technology is influencing or dictating content strategy versus when you first started several years ago yeah so when i way back started in 2004 yes definitely technology was very very different john you know and technology has definitely kind of refined and reinvented the content marketing strategies so i would say there are many many tools you know which kind of help you boost your brand identity uh, i would say ai your artificial intelligence has come in play google has developed there are so many tools on google or on different play store apps which kind of boost your knowledge and there are so many resources available you know there is hubspot available there is so many apps like contently available marketo available so i would say definitely it's reinvented in such a way that it becomes very simple for the customer to gain knowledge from these platforms you know john yeah absolutely and what are some of the resources that you like to use like what are some of your favorite you know content creation resources what do you use and and that maybe whether they're free or or even if they cost you a little bit of money what are the ones that you like to use so i have since i've been curating content for 3 months on linkedin i mainly uh, use platforms john such as hubspot such as contently there is cora uh, which help you with a lot of knowledge and guidance for creating your marketing strategies also there is a very brilliant tool john called co schedule which most marketers are using but co schedule kind of helps you organize your marketing requests which helps you automate your team workflows in a very simplistic manner you know in a very simplistic manner manner you know so i would say these are the few resources which i have personally used and have really gained from them okay and what would you tell somebody that's kind of hesitant you know they they really aren't sure about well do i really want to create content and what would you tell somebody that's hesitant about it yeah i mean you know when people uh, when people kind of hear the word content marketing john they do feel hesitant because they kind of wonder what is this confusing word but i would say to create a truly successful content marketing campaign it's as important as figuring out who your customers are you know once you kind of figure out your customers you understand their persona you understand their their marketing thought process i feel one should look at applying that for the brand then i shouldn't have an issue in terms of you know utilizing that and being hesitant with your content marketing strategies yeah and when you look at content marketing um I want to say there's a blurred line there and personal branding. How do you uh advise someone to hey you're going to do a you've got a or a business or an individual you've got a content strategy but how do you advise people from a personal branding standpoint how that's going to help them versus 
a, a corporate branding standpoint? Because those are kind of two different things, but they can kind of both play together. Exactly. I do totally agree with that because see, you know, creating your own personal branding also requires some thought process, John. But even if you want to, if you're a small business and you want to look at creating your personal brand, it's important to understand in terms of what your niche is. Once you kind of figure out your niche in terms of say you excel in finance, or you excel in, say, for example, uh, you know, uh, maybe real estate. Once you kind of figure out your niche, curating content shouldn't be a problem because you know that subject so well, John, that it becomes quite easy for the content marketer to kind of apply that for your brand, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, the difficult part for uh, some people is is getting that drilled down to that niche, to that level where, you know, you are your personal brand, but you, you that, that niche really distinguishes you. Um, one more question for you. But before I ask you that last question, uh, what I want to do is let you tell everybody, where can they get in touch with you? What's the best place to contact you uh, to uh, talk with you? So I would say since I'm so active on LinkedIn, since I'm kind of educating my audience on LinkedIn and lighting them and kind of inspiring them, I would say LinkedIn is the best platform to connect with me as Punita Parekh, Punita Parekh, yeah. Okay, so one last question for you, and I, I have all the, the guests answer this question. If you, had, yeah, sure. if you had one piece of advice from a content strategy uh, standpoint, and you could only give a person one piece of advice, one sales vitamin, what's that one thing you would leave them with? You know, I've worked with many sales professionals in my work tenure, but the one thing I would say is kind of uh, get to know your clients before you kind of sell something to them and build relationships. Man, that's an excellent, that's very simplified, but uh, excellent. Uh, you know, that's a, you're not pitching right away. You're not selling yeah. right away. You're developing yeah. a relationship and you're exactly. getting to know them. So that's a great uh, vitamin. Um, I appreciate you being on today. I know you're busy and I appreciate you taking some time. And uh, I know the listeners are going to get a ton of value out of this and uh, they're going to learn uh, some things about uh, content strategy and content marketing that they didn't know before. So I appreciate you uh, uh, coming on today. Thanks so much, John. It was just lovely being here on the Sales Vitamin Podcast. You bet. That's it for today's Sales Vitamin. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And please leave a review. It'll mean a lot. Whatever platform you listen on, hit the subscribe button. Have a great day. And remember, take your Sales Vitamin. Today's episode of the Sales Vitamin Podcast is sponsored by ROI Online. Here's their CEO, Steve Brown, to tell you more. I want to pause here just for a moment and talk to you about a program that we have just released called the ROI Quick Start Academy for authors. Every day I talk to business owners just like you who struggle with quickly getting their fundamentals in place. We want to create a great foundation and we want to grow our business. But the 
things that are in our way, our lack of knowledge about the specifics we should put in place, what kind of technology, what kind of messaging, and what kind of campaigns. And that problem exists for authors as well. And we just gel so good with authors because, well, I'm an author. And I understand everything that you struggle with. You have a great idea. You have a great book. But what do you want to do? You want to get your book in front of more people. You want to make it easy for them to find you. Learn how they can schedule a time to talk with you. Hire you for a conference. Or maybe sign up for the services that your book promotes. So what is the Quick Start Academy for authors? Imagine working with a small group of like-minded authors and the experts from the ROI Quick Start team. It's a great way to get your messaging clear, to be confident with the technology in your marketing automation, and how to run a strategic campaign to get you more of what you want from the investment of your book. To learn more about the Quick Start Academy for authors, you can visit roionline.com or click in the link in the show notes below. And now, back to this episode. 